Discord now. Hey guys, this is Angela Bless. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Real Talk with Angela Bless. You can take you can check me in every Tuesdays and Thursdays on all platforms, guys. iHeartRadio, Spotify, you name it, just type in Real Talk with Angela Bless and we're gonna go from there. So actually I'm doing a video recording, actually recording um on my phone and on you know the audio recording. So guys, listen up. I pray that you had an amazing week. It's Thursday. Tomorrow will be Friday. And some people have the weekend off. I pray that you use your mind to do the right things in life and not get in trouble. I pray that you you accomplish your goals in life and whatever got to you throughout the week is it's gone. We don't pick that back up, especially if it's negative. We don't need any more negative followers around. So we're going to jump right into the um, topic. It's called sabotaging. Self-sabotaging. Whoever, whoever has sabotaged, uh, self-sabotaged yourself. I have. It's like a tall twister. But sorry, y'all. But I have plenty of times. I'll, I usually talk myself out of stuff. I always used to think that I wasn't good enough. And I wrote down some of the procrastination, chronic worrying, um, substance abuse, and stress eating, and relationships. And relationships, a lot of time, I do talk myself out of getting to know certain people because of what I went through in life. I know every person is not the same. I know I need, I had to go through um, so much, so much healing and stuff to get to the point where I'm at right now. But however, you know what is self sabotage? Self sabotage is the act of destroying or undermining something often to covert manner. Usually it implies direct and uh, deliberate involvement on part of the sabotager, which is us, you, me, and whoever. That's why the word is most commonly used to uh, retaliate um, for spying and business sabotaging because it comes from the inside. A lot of the fire, you, you ever heard of friendly fire comes from within the inside. Self-sabotage is used when this distracted behavior is directed at yourself. At first, you may not even notice that you're doing it, but when negative habits continue to undermine your efforts, they can be considered a form of psychological self-harm. And that's crazy. We go through it all the time. We don't know we're doing it. Sometimes it's so normal to us that we don't know procrastination. A lot of us do procrastinate when it's time for us to do certain stuff because of fear. Fear, you know, you know, procrastination, worry opens the door for fear. And fear opens the door for other things to come in. And that's crazy, right? What are you, you know, self-sabotage, self-esteem. One of the key reasons people self-sabotage is lack of self-esteem. This can have many different causes but the effects are the same. Feelings of worthlessness, incomplete, the belief that you do not deserve success, and even self-hatred. You you may worry that if you fail, your family will think less of you, or that if you're successful, your co-workers will be jealous. This uh, deep-seated uh, seated thoughts and feelings cause negative self-talk, which fuels your fears and your self-sabotaging behaviors. Some people self-sabotage because it makes them feel in control of their situation. By self by sabotaging themselves and rescuing their situation, they might receive a short um, boost or something within itself. I may even feel temporary thrilling. However, this rewards turn out to be destructive in a long run. And it, it always, you know, I had this saying, you know, you probably heard me say it before, Everyone is evil 
until they prove me wrong. And then it switched. Everyone is good until they prove me wrong. You know, I went through trials in, in my life that, you know, I allow certain relationships to come in because of my wanting not to be alone. And then if they would get close to me or even if they would tell me they love me, I would be like, uh-uh, we're going to put the brakes on that. You got to go. And I would dig for stuff to find something wrong with them. A lot of the relationships I went in was amazing and good guys. And a lot of relationships that I, I did go in with, those guys were no good for my, my surrounding or for my for my children. You know, and the self-sabotage sets you up to fail in a number of ways. The first uh, negative behaviors that eat away at your um, potential for your success. This way, you may constantly fail, find yourself falling short of your goals you've set for yourself. And that's crazy. And how you defeat self-sabotage and recognizing your self-sabotage behaviors. What are the behaviors that continue when you get around certain people or when a, um, a goal you know, it calls you to not want to do it and you feel like, hey, no one, you know, somebody else doing that. I don't need to do that. You know, I used to go around because I had a guy tell me when I broke up with him, no one will want you because you have all of those children. And for maybe five years, I had it in my mind that no one will want me because of all my children, you know, and so I had to get a different mindset i had to heal from that because his words was like repeating like a broken record over and over in my head when i would go see somebody or i was interested in somebody and i will remember what he would say oh this guy won't want me because i had all these children and then after like five or six years it was different i would tell people hey i have kids i have seven kids they are all adults except for two of them now because i didn't want to talk to nobody i won't i would want them to run but it would do the, the opposite the um, top self-sabotage, you first need to recognize your own self-sabotage behavior. Think about goals that you had for a long time but have never accomplished. Are there particular areas where you put off making a decision or you suffer from lack of motivation, even for important things? And it was my book. I... I delayed putting my book out because the enemy was whispering in my ears. If you put that book out, something would happen to you, which he was lying. He didn't want anyone to know what I went through in life about the molestation, about me being not able to read, about the drunkenness and everything I went through down the line and how I was able to receive hope from God. You know what I'm saying? And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm going to tell you how I got saved. Beth Moore, she does not know. I think she has 90 days with Jesus if, if she ever hears this. I was drunken. I was broken. I was damaged. My kids were seeing me all over the place. I was, let me, I'm going to be honest with you. I used to drink and drive because I wanted to hurt myself. That's how bad, bad the pain was. That's how bad the pain was. So, um, I, you know, and one day I had, I, I had, so I went to, I don't know what made me buy the book. So I bought 90 days with Beth Moore. And that's, this is when God was calling me closer and closer to him. And so I bought the book and I still was drinking. And I can always remember my grandma used to call me and be like, baby, uh, are you guys doing okay? How are the kids doing? Uh, I really want to see you guys in heaven, you know? And I was like, blah, blah, blah. You know, grandma, you're tripping and so forth. But one day that light came on, right? One day that light came on. And I was like, okay, you know, it got to be something for the enemy to be fighting me this hard. You know what I'm saying? And so I was drinking one day and I ran out of alcohol and I was reading the book and um, it's packed away somewhere because we were getting ready to move very soon. And, um, and once I get, I'm going to show you guys because it's all ripped up and everything. And I remember, uh, so every time I was reached for the doorknob, this is no lie. 
a storm would come and then it would go away. I could, I kid you now. And so mainly I, I got scared because I felt like God had angels standing by the door so that I couldn't go anywhere. And I was, I was drunk as head. And so at each time the storm, the wind would stop, I would go back and try to go back out and again. So I just sat down one day and I went to crying and I wrote down, I can't remember what I wrote. I said, God, you said you would save me. I was, I wrote that in drunkenness. I was drunk writing that. And then guess what God did? Slowly but surely, I had to go through something because he would show me vision and dreams. I don't know how we get there, but I'm finna, we finna make it come all the way around. God would show me things and vision and dreams that I used to be scared and be like, I'm not doing that. You called me to do what? Nuh-uh. Nuh-uh. And I was running. I was running from my calling. I was running from my calling. And so, um, shortly, but surely, but sh- uh, shortly, he kind of got me to where he got me depending only on him. Because I was still running all the way until last year also. Until he had to put a halt into my situation. Because I was too busy going here and there. Where he didn't tell me to network with this person. And don't interview this person. But I was still doing it. Because people were like, oh, you need this footage on your thing. But what I really needed to do was continue to encourage people. Because that's why he has me on this earth. To, to encourage and pour into people. Uh, and we got recognized. Okay, so moving along I you know was sabotage all my relations that came whether it was females and it had something to do with my mom you know not loving me um whether it was not like in relationship with female like you know go together but I'm saying like having a friendship I had maybe two friends that I was close with and um that kind of like went its own way um during the COVID but it's okay um understand the emotions that lead to the behavior uh, self-sabotage behavior often streams from feelings of anxiety, anger, and worthlessness. For example, you may have deliberately left a report unfinished because your boss blanked you, uh, blanked you, um, you to finish that, you know, and this made you angry and upset and, you know, it triggers something. He may went off on you and say, why didn't you do that? Understand emotions that lead to that behavior. What, what is the emotions that led to that behavior? You know, for me being angry and, um, and resentment growing up and not how to like communicate or show love that stream back to my 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 childhood would I was not show the proper way how to love or even saying that I love you or even hugs. You know, I had to learn. And that's crazy. God got all this love in me, but I grew up with not a love. No love, no hugs or anything, you know. But that's amazing though. Uh, spot uh, spot the thinking of beliefs that cause the emotion. Chances are the emotions that led to your negative behavior was caused by um, negative thoughts. Consider the evidence that those thoughts, um, in the example above, your boss wasn't being um, dismissive because you didn't like you. He just wanted you to finish reporting. You didn't. And so you, you got this negative and false narrative of him. But you didn't do your job, you know what I'm saying? You so used to people pointing their fingers on you saying that you, you always fell and that's not the case, guys. You know, change your behaviors, your emotions and thoughts. It's a, it starts with the mind. Every the bat the mind is the, the battlefield. It's battlefield going on, it's war going on. Sometimes we gotta get to a place and we gotta tell our mind, shh, and we have to remember what God said today. Honestly, today. So honestly, so I ha- I don't have my truck. I can't talk about it. I got an accident. I'm going to leave it like that. So I didn't have a vehicle for a long time. You hear me say that somebody blessed me with a vehicle. It was the guy said, Angie, you saw me ride with my mentor. Where's your vehicle? I said, I don't have my vehicle at the time. And right now, you know, my funds are 
I got to move and tie it up. So he was like, okay, I have two cars. You know, me and my wife has the other one. And the car, air conditioner, but uh, it's dead in the back. I said, I don't care. It was it beat me paying almost $800 to $900 a week, I mean, a month for um, Ubering. I said, I will take I said, I don't care if the window doesn't um, work. So the car, lo and behold, the car was sent up. We got it registered, you know, paid some tolls, um, you know. Then was, you know, next week get tune up. So, so the car was acting up and I was like, God, I was crying. like, God, I got to take my kids to school. I got, you know, just the car A to B, C, D, you know, church to school, the grocery store, you know, nothing big. I could do my interviews on here. And I'm like crying to God, God, why are you not going to help me? Like, I need help. You blessed me with this transportation. You know, here go my mind. And I'm saying the scriptures and being encouraging. Just got finished doing the 60 to the second encouraging. And here I am. You know, self-sabotaging, not believing what the word said in, in Proverbs 3, chapter 3, verses 5 through 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. All your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I just said that. And here I am, my thoughts went the other way. And so, you know, and every time I would go think negative, that, that verse would pop up in my head. It would pop up in my head. But closing out, guys, we got to train our mind to think positive. We got to remove and heal and be healed from everything that causes us to think that we're we're not enough. That's a self-esteem problem that we have within ourselves. You know what I'm saying? God made us a unique way, different way, however he made you and choose to make you. And if he choose for you to do searching all of that, that's, that's between you and God, not us. But at the end of the day, that mind has to be right. That inner man has to be right. You got to stop sabotaging yourself because you're sabotaging yourself out of a blessing. Do you understand what I'm saying? You're sabotaging yourself. when not being, not connecting to the right people. And those people are leading you to doors that will open to other doors, to the doors where you need to get at. But because of your, your, your negative thought, because because you went through with sister and so and so, or sister this and this, and it's caused you not to meet, not to um, walk down the path and connect with people God has called you to connect to. Before um, I end this, because I want to keep it on 15 minutes, and it goes back to the people in the church, right? I hear a lot of people say we church hurt because the pastor's doing this, they doing that. That's not every church, that's not every person. If you keep your mind, stay on Christ. You won't have to worry about what he or she doing because you would know the word of God. And they won't have to get over you. You know, you still have to go somewhere to fellowship, to link up. And nine times out of ten, for those are the ones that have become, become bitter and angry and at rage because of one person or two churches they went to. Everywhere you go, you're going to have issues. It's, it's not going to be perfect. It never will be perfect. People, you put we put people on a pedestal. And I'm, all, I'm going all over the place. But I want to get this point of count. We're going to swing. Angela don't never know. I don't know. never know how to like just swing it bring it back in bring it back in and see these people want to go but anyway long story short everywhere you gonna go some there's gonna be something wrong with people no matter where you go at you're running that's base bottom line everybody's not like everybody else every church is not like every church every man is not like every man every woman is not like every woman every teacher every every caucasian person every african-american person mexico whatever you call are not like every other person stop stereotyping every cop is not like the same cops stop stereotyping people and judging people by the color of their skins or how they dress or how they act or what you've been through in life it's time for us to heal it's time for us to love again. It's time for us to pour into this nation and world because how can we pour into something that these youth are, they need something. They're turning into social media and you see how they're dressing and acting and talking and not just the African-American community, all youth. You know, I see my share because I'm in media. I see stuff. I see videos and stuff like that. 
but we have to get to the point that we stop sabotaging ourselves. We stop um, talking ourselves out of blessing and then we continue to heal that we can pour into this generation that's coming behind our children because they desperately need it. They need it. ASAP. I love you guys. Continue to heal. Continue to trust in God. Find your favorite Bible scripture whenever you're going through something and repeat that over and over and over again. Draw near to God and the devil will flee. And that's what he wants. That's all he wants. I love you guys. You guys are important to me. And I hope I recorded this on anchor. No, it's stopped, guys. But guys, you be blessed. Love you. Bye.